So yeah, I'm kind of having a midlife crisis. I keep asking myself, what do I really want? Who am I really? Throwing it into the nest. Let's see what happens. Like a sparrow building shelter with branches for its young. My mother built a nest with love for her little ones. My grandfather told her, doesn't matter what you have. The only thing you need for life is each other's helping hands. Never the empty nest, my mother always says. Spread your wings and fly, you can always come back to rest. Never the empty nest, my mother always says. Wherever you may go to grow, this will always be your home. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Never the Empty Nest. This is my voice today. I know. I was like, why do you, you have a podcast voice on? That's usually mom. I'm just being a pain in the butt. Yeah. I'm being a pain in the butt because my voice is having a midlife crisis. Uh-huh. Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. That's what this episode is about. But I read something recently that we should call it a midlife experience. Yes. I just read that too. We have notes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that is cool. I'm into it. I'm into that. So yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we'll start as we usually do with just our days. So Nico, why don't you start because we're going to come around to you because you are the center. You are the belly button of this episode. Conversation. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. your your experience. We're we, going we're through delving. it, guys. Yeah. We're going to get through it together and talk about it. Yeah. But first, tell us just the microcosm of today or yesterday or whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I said last week I had just started with my bronchitis fun. So I'm getting over that. I feel a lot better. But, you know, that nasty like cough lingers and it sounds bad, even though I feel a lot better. So when I cough in public, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, I promise people I'm not contagious. But it's that cough that is kind of like jiggly and, and yucky. And so I'm just getting over that. But I had physical therapy, my second session of physical therapy this morning. Because those those who don't know, I, I kind of um, <laughs> I have a hip injury due to my half marathon last year that I think I went too hard too soon. And I'm learning from that. Well, if that's not exemplary of a midlife experience, I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. You got a bad hip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to get into all that. But anyways, I, I just started training again for the half marathon in January. So I want to make sure I do it right. And I am going through physical therapy because what I've realized is I'm walking and running incorrectly, as most people <gasps> do, actually. Most people, it's a very common thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Noah and Chris from Aspire Physical Therapy told me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that problem. Because I don't run. That's, That's a one whole way. other conversation. One way to solve it. Yeah. Um, no, it, you know, I had an extra done. So my, um, I don't, there's no, nothing's broken. There's no arthritis or anything, but I'm having a muscle issue and a strain because, you know, I'm, I have to strengthen actually my glutes because it's all connected to the hip flexors. And my left side is just weaker than my right side. And I'm like compensating. And so that's uh-huh. what's causing the little pinch on my left hip. And it doesn't happen all the time. Anyways, I'm really getting into this hip thing and then I don't have to. But that that was my day. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. And yes, now I'm I d- here. I do remember 
having to actually strengthen everything around your what you think your problem is right, which is usually right. you know it's like therapy really you go in for something and it's something else right exactly well mom what about you mm. <laughs> you guys Her get so silly everything. when you're in the same room when my mom and sister are in the same room i already know there's gonna be like laugh attacks <laughs> yeah it's true but yeah. i'm gonna get serious now just okay. kidding i'm not what's the question what's your experience today well, I want to say that I like the word crisis. I know that you like the word crisis, but not everybody has a crisis. Some people just have an experience. Right. I know what you're going to say. This has been in the episodes. Okay, it's let her speak. Like, let her speak and then word. we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it from what we've read because I have a feeling me and Vanessa have been reading the similar articles. Okay, I haven't read anything as usual. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but crisis is, uh, you know, the origin of the word is light. So... Out of this experience, you will get light. Which is what a lot of these articles say. Like, it doesn't have to be terrible. Out of it comes growth and happiness. And I hear you. What is your day is what we're asking here. We're not getting into it yet. We're asking, how was your day? The day, the day is nothing compared to what the month has been. But the day has been that... You know, as I, I love my side of my work, which is managing projects, but as I want to work less, somehow I realized today that I am working more because all of a sudden these projects just suck me in. So, and then I get excited. I like it. I started and then I say, oh, otra vez, again. Mom, mom is dealing with Stormcloud, my dog, like literally all up in her business right now. Oh my God. Why is he in there? Because his grandmother came in, his Abu Ma. He got very excited to see her. Because we spent five weeks with him. Oh, that's right. Yes. So he remembers the good times. Well, my mom and I were COVID virgins. We never had COVID ever. And we got it together. She got it first or she was... She showed positive first, and then I did. And so we were COVID buddies for about 10 days. We isolated, et cetera, and then we got well, and then she had bronchitis, the RSV. I had to take her to the hospital, come back. I had to stay again with her. I mean, when I say stay with her, I mean there all the time. And then our caregiver spooked, and she left. And so I was left from one minute to the next without help. Not nice, but I had no control over that. And so we had to start looking for a um, new caregiver. And finally, we have one as of Monday. So I'm hoping that everything works out. And so I had to work from home for a few days. And so I feel... Uh, how do you say this? Desubicada? Disoriented. It's not exactly the same word, but... Um, it is exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's not. It's similar. But the thing is that, you know, I feel uh, work and her and, and thanking our good God that she's fine. And, you know, just breaking in someone. So I'm sleeping there near her because it's a new person. And, you know, it's like a repeat of what we go through. 
you know, we were in a rhythm before, and now, God willing, we'll get into a rhythm again. Well, fingers crossed this caretaker works out and that everything is harmonious and beautiful. What I discovered was that this time, when we need help, I just tell everyone, or as many people as I can, And the difference this time was that all of a sudden, I got inundated with calls and calls and and, and texts and everything else. That's great. Thanks to her, Vanessa. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Exactly. Because she uh, knows someone actually close to us, but she was the one that, that told her. And there's this chat. There's this chat that's been created. Okay, so so basically this person, this person that I knew was like, she was like, look, I don't know anyone personally. Do I have permission to to put it on a chat of people like who a need thread. work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, yeah, my mom will do the interviewing. Don't worry. And then mom got inundated. So that's, that's why. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Yes. Topic of the day. Yeah. I am not going to talk about myself. I'm skipping it because we're like 10 minutes in and we haven't even started the episode. Yeah. yeah. You can if you want. No, I will only say one thing. Okay. I regret. I will never make this promise that I made recently again, which is that I have a goal to achieve. And I was like, I'm not going to stop drinking until I achieve that goal. It's freaking endless. And all I want to do is drink champagne. But you know, i don't know why you do this to yourself you've done Uh, this before i have i have anyway moving on it's like torturing yourself it's not it's just that that's how much i want this thing i know but that doing not doing the thing is not gonna not get you the thing yeah well that's what lent is all about for example (laughs) okay well okay that's different it's the same thing we're not in lent people but you know my dog is really growling and my dog is named storm cloud so if we hear us say storm cloud shh we're not talking to the clouds. All right. Nico yes. is having a midlife crisis or a midlife experience. I have witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have things to say about it, but mostly we are here to listen because that's what you're supposed to do when someone's going through a midlife experience. Well, let's talk about it. No, honestly, yeah, want to know why I'm glad we're doing this because I've been having a lot of feelings and a lot of self-reflection and anxiety and questions for a while. I would say, what do you think? Like a year and a half at least, like of this turmoil, right? About a year. Mm -hmm. About a year. But Mm -hmm. I think the last six months have been on fire. Well, that's because of uber stressors, right? Like intensify the thing. But I was like, I just feel lost, right? And I'm like, I'm going through all these questions and changes. And I was like, I'm going to look this up because I feel like I'm having a midlife crisis. But... When you think you midlife crisis, yeah, but you know, like when you're like, it's not really a midlife crisis because you think like, you know, a man in, that's 50 buying a, a sports car and having an affair. Like that's what people think of midlife crisis, right? But I'm like, no, women have to have these things and it has to be like a thing, right? It's not just me. So I start to look it up and Google like women midlife crisis and it's a thing. Uh-huh. And it starts way earlier than I would have thought. So it makes sense because the average age range of men or women having a midlife experience uh-huh. is 40 to 60. And I was like, whoa. And do you want to know, I'm going to get into stuff, but it reminded me of like that there was a survey in 2019 that said the average person who changes their career changes their career path at 39 years old. When they're having a midlife experience. Yeah. But that's crazy that's, that it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not so much that I feel like I'm going to completely not be an actress or singer. You know what I mean? Because those are things that I love to do. But what's happening with me, I mean, I feel like we should go through like the signs and the causes of the stressors. And then, you know what I mean? And then we can kind of go one by one because as I'm like reading this article and several articles in it, they all kind of say the same thing. So I'm just going to mention like the one that I concentrated on just to get some notes down is Mm -hmm. helpguide.org. And it was an article by Sheldon Reed. So I just want to put it out there. And I don't have the title, but it's like midlife crisis, um, signs, causes, and tips, whatever, for coping, coping tips. So anyways, definitely signs of it are like... Can I just say one thing? That I think the interesting thing is like, you're like, oh, I can't be me because... I'm not going to run to get a sports car. And it's like, wait, that's because the entire story of the midlife crisis has been told by men. Exactly. Until now. Yes. Which is why I think this is important because I really, and I'm convinced of this, I'm convinced that the literature of the 20th century was the the male midlife crisis and literature. and, And by literature, I mean like, it includes TV and film and, yeah. you know, like the yeah. art of the 20th century was really the male midlife crisis because yeah. that's when you were old enough. I've said this before, but the female midlife crisis, I think, is what is the 21st century. And, you know, that's like Barbie was having a midlife crisis. Yes. Yes. I think it's coming up a lot now because women are yeah. talking about it. And that's yeah. why I think this is a, a perfect time to talk about this because it is a very different transitional time for women than men. It hits us differently, right? Especially because ours, unlike men, it is not only like psychological and mental, but it is very much biological and hormonal. So it's like a real thing because there's premenopause and menopause and loss of sleep and anxiety, but then throw on like life stressors of like, you know, my kids are in school all day and now what do I do with myself? Who am I? What am I supposed to do with my life? Or so that's yours. Okay, Let's no, just but there's, there's different ones, but because there's no, but also hang on. like yours, regret, right? Okay, but yours, would you say that started at what am I? Yes, my main thing is like, okay, what really is my purpose in life? What am I actually good at, right? That I can actually make a living doing. And not only that, because I will always, like I said, I'll always act, I'll always sing and, and write songs and do this and that. But this is these are my thoughts the past year and a half, okay? Or my the last year. There has to be more to my day-to-day life and routine than like waiting for the next like, self-tape that comes once every two months if i'm lucky that you know hasn't Mm -hmm. gone anywhere Mm -hmm. and it's depressing okay Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. and then it's like my kids are in school all day now i've been used to for the past because i wanted to and i'm happy that i did i don't regret that but you know i've been like in this cocoon of motherhood for eight years with the occasional gig. Obviously, I did Amparo for five months and I've done songwriting and things like that. But for the most part, motherhood is kind of isolating and -hmm. you live in your own little world. And so when you're ready to get back out there, it's a little scary. It's Mm -hmm. not little, it's terrifying. And you feel all this pressure from society and other mothers. And then at the same time, you're putting pressure on yourself, but then you don't want to do all of that. It's like, I don't want to go back to like full force working full time because my kids are still six and eight. So I want to balance because I'm all about the balance, you know me. And I know you can't have perfect balance, but that is important to me. You know what I mean? And then it's like, what am I supposed to be doing? What can make me happy? So I started to, I'm like, okay, Lily started to get into horses. And I was like, (laughs) you know what? 
I'm going to learn how to ride horses because my mother never let me. And honestly, in Miami, like, Actually, wh- where are you going to ride horses in Miami, hold, right? But- hold, That's one of the things that's in the article about, like, things from your childhood. One, traumas that come back, like, and bite you in the butt. And right. others are things that you didn't do. So, right. like, you are literally textbook. Guys, I was reading all this. I was like, oh, my God, I'm having such a midlife crisis. <laughs> like, intense. And anyway, so definitely that like who am I like identity crisis right who am I what am I supposed to be doing what am I really good at and it's also like because it says here like restlessness like obviously there's huge financial issues which is also a cause and sign of midlife crisis right obviously we've been going through that too but also just like the boredom of your daily routine and that happens too and then you're just like left here in silence like I feel useless for like hours and hours a day and you know me <laughs> pisces living in la la land i always look at that huge big picture of what i want to do and then uh-huh. i get so overwhelmed that i don't do anything because i don't even know where to start and yeah. i'm just like forget it <laughs> i'm just not good at anything and i'm just going through all this sh- this is the shit that i think of all the time i am riddled yeah. with like anxiety and question marks and fear and who am i and what am i supposed to do in this world and what is really gonna fulfill me and make me happy and what is gonna give me money because i'm sick of worrying about money those are the things i'm thinking about right now i'm being totally honest mom can i ask you a question how old were you when you got divorced 40 uh, 39 mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well that her ha- midlife that, crisis a thing was too. a divorce yeah yeah no that's a thing too yeah d- divorce yeah because i'm thinking about it and i'm like oh when did mom go through hers and i'm like i can tell you where when she went through hers it was when she you got a divorce yes i just want to say that obviously it's real i may be a, a well now that vana said that uh, i was gonna say i'm a midlife crisis late bloomer i've always been a late bloomer no matter what the subject is but i think that that happens from time to time in your lifetime the transition because i feel like people in their 60s go through like a second transition i see it as evolution Mm -hmm. everything you described is is real and what has helped me throughout my life is trying to segregate who am I, what are the pressures that I'm putting on myself because they're genuinely mine, and where am I putting myself in that place because your environment, society, everything else has told you one way or another that that's the way it should be, and then that affects you. Yeah. And what I, if I look back in my life, I say, you know, I probably did everything sort of like the opposite of what you're supposed to do at any given time. And so it leads to confusion. Okay. It leads to confusion because you, you're, you're in that, you yeah. know, you go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And um, the best thing I think that has helped me is, first of all, follow the flow. And uh, we'll talk about that another day. But, you know, take it down a notch. Forget about the outside world and then just little by little baby steps. Yeah. That's one of the things that it talks about, about, um, I mean, that we, my sister and I have been reading around this, this topic, but Mm -hmm. one of the things that consistently comes up is focus on what you can control. Right. So microcosm the things. Something that I've been working on is like this idea that you just said about external factors, like take that out. That's actually super, I keep saying, I don't think the bubble is a bad thing. In other words, meaning sometimes you have to put yourself back in the bubble 
of your own creation so that you can actually think straight and then move from the inside out, like from the depth of your being out. You know what I mean? Like reconnect with that inner core of like the center of the earth you. It's just you know what everything I mean? is like a fog right now because, yeah. Why she's crying? It's a lot, guys. It's a lot. I know, mamita. And I haven't. This is a person I'm not like openly talking about it because I've been feeling this for a year and it's just in my brain, you know? I mean, I talked about it with Vanya once and I was sobbing on the phone, walking around my block like 20 times. <laughs> That's the only other time. But it's really overwhelming and everything's just a fog and you don't know what you feel anymore. So you have to, it's really hard to like drown out all the outside forces and opinions and influences. And I want to be here and present for my kids but i also want to do things for myself and i just don't know what that thing is supposed to be mamita obviously i i'm not an expert i'm just saying what i think and feel and what i've gone through it doesn't mean it's good or bad it's i guess it's what's helped me i'm generally a happy person uh, i'm happy yeah, even through too. my through my thing and what helps me or what i allow is to be honest with myself some of the things we like are not popular as a woman as no a shit. woman in this century um so listen i'm 67 years old when i was young it was all about the women's movement and liberation and your own career and all of that and that is so important because that liberates us as humans all right but I wanted to be home with my children. And I just dove into that because at that moment in time, what helped me is what is it that it gives me happiness and, and where do I find this moment in time? Because that's what we have. Every day is that day. And that helped me do at that time what was generally not popular as a young woman, but... If I look back, I say, wait a minute. I raised two feminists. Oh, yeah, because then later I gave you the feminine mystique. <laughs> but I don't... Uh, let me say something, because I say this all the time to people. Like, I've had this conversation. I don't think that wanting to stay home with your kids... To me, it, that's not a feminist or anti-feminist thing. The whole, like, I want to go to work or I want to stay home. To me, that's a nature thing, and it's whatever you feel comfortable doing, whatever you have whatever instinct you, you have mean like that you a, feel like, like you have a, to do your own nature right yes yeah. yes yes your own needs and desires it's hard especially now because it's like that's a whole other episode of like being like yeah i'm home with the kids and you know you almost feel like embarrassed to say it and it's fucked up i shouldn't be that's what i wanted but this now is it's what like, i'm saying you know, I have not been as deeply in the conversations as you two have been in your own conversations, but we I have lived it. I have been talking about it forever. You have to little by little unveil it as it presents to you, as as it as it appears to you. And remember what I said, we have to be honest with ourselves. And that honesty Sometimes we don't want to see it because it's the opposite. It's not popular at the time. Do I really want it? Whatever it is. In my case, that was my experience and that was my thing. But that's what I'm saying. It, it presents, you know, it's kind of sneaky. 
this right but crisis. now but now my the whole cri- the crisis whatever transition now is that now i i want to do that but i also i have time for me and to do things that i want to do so this issue now is how do i get back out there and i was you know the thing is that also was like horrible timing like when i was ready to go back out there and start auditioning yes let's do it both my kids are gonna be in school boom pandemic two years gone right and then now the strike all this stuff but um it's a little daunting and then of course because of our the financial crisis that we have been in i had this pressure of like what can i do what can i do i have to do something i have to do something but shit you know i haven't been in the workforce in literally nine and a half years and then it's like what am i supposed to do and it's so depressing to be on like linkedin and shit because i'm an artist and people who aren't artists don't understand that it's like i'm not gonna go get like a full-time job that's gonna not even pay enough for a a babysitter so I could be miserable and what is that gonna do for me then I decided and I got off that wagon and I was like I'm not gonna do that then everything that I want to do I feel very stuck because I feel like I haven't fully like prepared not prepared it's like I feel like everything I want to do I have to get better at to do in a professional way this is what's going on in my brain okay so it's like that whole like you have to spend money to make money and and you have to kind of invest in yourself to get better at things and this and that right and i know that you learn by doing and you have to do shit and i've been doing that but it's very daunting when you don't feel ready and when when you have that kind of like oh god i haven't been out there in so long it's it's scary it's terrifying when you speak to yourself like right now you're speaking to us but you're speaking to yourself (laughs) yeah and to many people who feel that way in one way, shape, or another, you know, just sit down and let's say, uh, do the opposite. Let's say, okay, I am a, a working human being outside the home, and let's see, to get the kind of quality work that you've been doing as a mom and everything else you do in your home, uh, and add it up and see how much you would have to pay for your type of professional that will begin to help you see the contribution that you have made in this moment in time to what you valued the most and what you wanted to do joyfully. That now what you want is to move out, like you want the transition. The transition is the complicated part, right? I don't want to like full force, okay, now I'm totally out there and I'm, you know, I still, you know, I like it. I want to take my kid to like Little League practice and yeah. and do all the mom things, okay? Which I think is super important. I, there's something that has clicked that I just want to share yeah, with yeah, whatever please. because there's something that has clicked for me recently because people talk about certain things and then you don't really, it doesn't click for you until it clicks for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, people have been talking about manifesting forever, right? Like right. what that means. And manifest this, manifest that, bloody hoodie ha, right? But something that I kind of got to understand the other day when I really like delved into this, because I asked you, and this comes from this, do you want things to come to you instead of you chasing them? And then you immediately went into like, you jumped 17 years back to like, you got super defensive and and were like, I'm not like you, Vanessa. You, you thought I was attacking you. When I was really just going to talk about this, which I feel like I can talk about now, mm-hmm. but you were like, I'm not like you and I don't go chasing things and so what? Nala. You went in this whole freaking well, thing and I was like, okay. Because well, we're very not- different and I'm not, I don't, I'm not right. great at self-motivation and self-discipline. Right. I need someone to give me a task. 
I know. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> My mom is laughing. I know that. But the yeah. point is that that's not even what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Go on. I go was going to, and maybe like I'll say it now. Yeah. Essentially, it was that there's this whole language around what manifesting something means. And it's always like you always say that you already have it, right? Like, I am. Tell me one thing that's you want. That's part of the problem. I don't know what I want. <laughs> that's part okay. of the crisis. I, if you close your eyes and your desires. But I do. But, but listen. Okay. You have desires. Of course. I want to continue acting. And dreams. I, it's not like I, my dreams will never disappear. I was born wanting to perform, right? Since I could form a thought, I want to like act and sing and dance. And that's a huge part of who I am. But, you know, you, you go through life. And I think that when you're younger it's a different thing because it's like it, when you go to school and you study acting, they don't fucking teach you how to live life as a, as an artist or an actor in the real world. Right. So that's like a slap in the face and you have to learn all the things. On how. Tell me five things that you dream. No, I'm saying this. I'm saying this because when I say I want to be present with, for my children, that doesn't mean I won't take like an acting job okay. on a show. That's going to take me out for a while. Cause I know that that's temporary. And then, but I'll come Nikki, back. can I just say something? Yes. You're, you're all, you're talking about the things you don't want. What no. do you, what do you, you're literally uh, okay. right now. I you're like, I don't to... want this to happen. I don't want that to happen. No, but I didn't what say are, don't. What is... I said, I, I still want to act. Okay. 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 I am. An, so then you would say something like, what, what kind of acting do you want? Forget what you don't want. What do you want? Again, these are things I'm still questioning, but I know that I want to act on television. Mm -hmm. I know that I want to do it in LA mm -hmm. because for me, it's important to stay present even though while I'm working, stay present in my children's lives. I don't want a lot of like me out there. You know what I mean? So yeah. continue working as an actress, either on a television show or an actress that is constantly, it's like, have you seen that thing that, oh, you're that guy from that thing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's a whole documentary yeah. on these actors yeah. who've been working forever and they just get steady work and they're not famous or huge stars, but they're constantly doing what they love to do, right? And they can also have like regular, quote unquote, uh-huh lives right like to me that's wonderful okay so i am an actress and I am singer a songwriter because i would love to find a writing partner in songs i am an actress that works seasonally and i am a award-winning songwriter that has a magical team collaboration with so-and-so i am you keep writing a right. list of I am, but you say it in the present, like I am, I have, I da, 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 da. You write all of this down in the present and your list keeps going and going and going and going. You keep doing it. You keep writing it. And sometimes in the writing, you'll be like, oh, actually, I don't want that. You scratch it out. I am. And you keep refining, 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 refining until you circle the things that you're like, yes, this. And then you find that that's who you are. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this literally just clicked for me the other day. Like the I am language of manifesting is so that you can go into the depths of your being and be like, that is who I am. And that is already who I am and what I want. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I also want to ride horses and own a horse. <laughs> I was going to say, you have this whole net of things you need to unravel, right? Yeah. 
but you already are moving mm-hmm. in the direction of it in certain areas like the horses which you love to do and you've always loved horses all right and so stay there for a little bit because you've already accomplished everything around the horse you rediscovered it you put it in front of you and you took action and you found a place and you're training and 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 lily has apparently the same passion and so you've accomplished a big part of that and sometimes opportunities are hidden in that little journey it's so funny because this is what we we talked about this and this was like before you went to the horses remember for sure i want to be in like that horse world i want to learn how to ride them i would love to learn how to attack it because honestly first of all it's a great skill to know uh, especially if i'm gonna one day own a horse i just want trying to just be around horses and then kind of again like manifesting right like if i'm there and then I'm like, okay, I, I was like shadowing last week and I was like, I don't know if I want to work here all day, but uh, we'll figure it out. And I don't know that yet. I'm just yeah. like trying to figure out what it is with horses that I'm, why I'm drawn to it. I really do. I just want to learn how to ride them, but it's like an insanely expensive sport. So it's like the reason I wanted to start working, I was like, maybe I can work there and pay for my classes and, and Lily's classes. But either way, I told, I was like, I'm just going to call the person who runs it and ask if they can teach me how to do all these things with horses. And she's like, yeah. And she was so nice about it. And it was like, I thought it was going to be like, I, I didn't know what I, what to expect. You know, I didn't know. I just called and I was like, look, I know nothing about horses. I do think that what mom's saying about like every once in a while we go through these crises or experiences. And it's like, it's not that far from your teenage like crises than your midlife crises and the one that's and then like a later a later I guess yeah yeah it sounds like when you're a teenager and then it's now but with the magic I feel like it's a superpower like once you surpass it it feels like a superpower what to have manifest? gone through the no the oh. midlife experience oh 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 because you're like so much more I don't know you like have maturity with you and so it feels like it feels like a superpower you know you know now it's like even with this whole new horse thing or when i was like maybe i should stage and and help people design because people are like you should do that on the side it's like am i trying to avoid something that i have always wanted to do and i'm like this isn't working so i'm gonna try this because i also don't want that to happen and like why am i questioning what i've always thought i wanted to do what's the real thing going on you know what i, I mean? think you have to do these exercises i i really would do them like go through all the dreams and like see how they make you feel like i am and write the dream but in the present like i am i have and see how it makes you feel and then the ones that are for real it's you and yourself and the paper you know what i mean the ones that for real are that that's who you are then you have to go live in that reality meaning that's why i was like cast a net you know that when i was saying do you want it to come to you i meant like you know we go fishing and fishing doesn't mean like i'm gonna go and like grab the fish from my hands and i see it's actually like you have to like call the fish you have to bait you have to throw a net you have to like and then they actually come and that's what i was talking about i just want to say one thing because i think your horses is my tennis 
seriously like, like i find pick, a hobby that you love to do it but it's related to childhood in yeah. the thing of like i was talking about this with the tennis teacher the other day and and i've talked about it a lot like i remember that papang had gotten like we had this racket he would go do you remember that little tennis store on coral way yeah anyway he got me this racket and we were all broke and then my racket got warped and i couldn't get another racket i think about that yeah and that is embedded in my brain yeah and it was it it was like that's it and then i remember him being like you could do it with your hand okay? <laughs> you could you could do it with your handball and i was just like okay the handball against the wall <laughs> you know and that's some fucking bullshit i mean yeah. it's great i'm sure it helped me but like now i'm like no i'm gonna buy myself a racket and play tennis damn it it's like, God, I, I let so much time pass. It's all this frustration with yourself of like, you've wasted so much time. But you haven't wasted any time. You have literally lived I the did. life you I wanted have, to I live. I could have learned piano. I mean, when we were little, we had to stop because we had no money. But I could have no, learned No, but then on. you had an opportunity later and you didn't do it for but some But that's what reason. I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is part of it. Of like all these um, missed opportunities of your potential you know like why did i do that i was such an asshole it's part of growing up it's part of maturing okay it's it's part of all of that there is such a thing as the present is perfect at that time was not the time was not the time for all these things that you're talking about it was not the time because your focus was on something else. It was not the time because it was not the time to do it. You and everybody has the rest of your life to take each day to the fullest. It doesn't mean now that you're going to fill it, in my opinion, right? With activity. No, what is it? Dolce far niente. It's just sit with yourself. Make space for things to come in. We are neurotics. We really are. I'm telling you, I'm, my, I'm myself included with this whole hullabaloo with mamang that I've had to do all of this. And that's why I feel desubicada, which means out of place. I long to sit and do nothing to see what my spirit, where it's going to guide me because it is not going to do it in this crazy chaos. We all have to slow down. We all have to make space when we're in that situation. If we don't sit down and do nothing so that we can open up to see what comes in, then this is what leads to amazing frustration and all of these things that are natural to feel, by the way, I'm 67. I still feel all of that. So maybe I'm underdeveloped. <laughs> no, it go, it's 40 to 65. You could have a whole new transitional period right now, mom. But I just think, you know, I don't like to box things a lot. It yeah, doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just that I think that we are beings of evolution. Yeah. And so our own being says, okay, you know what, it's time to do something else or add something else. It doesn't mean I have to quit. Right. You know. And that's uh, what I'm thinking. I, I don't have to quit 
let's say, taking care of my mother or managing a project because I love to do it. I, I just have to have the courage to navigate in those areas that are scary and insecure and all of that and just think, what do I have to lose? But I do know that what I need to learn more and more is to have some solace, you know, to, to just be there alone and let the spirit guide you. How does it feel like it's just simply put that transition is you're going somewhere new and the space between the place you knew and the place you're going that is the unknown is not exactly the most clear place because you haven't gotten there yet you know what I mean so it's like how do you actually get to the unknown and then all the fear that it takes to do that what that means is just that space in between if you think about it in terms it's kind of like the most creative space because there's all this possibility and there's also all your life experience behind you. Yeah. There's a saying like um, boredom creates the best art, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm butchering it. There's like a saying yeah, yeah. about boredom and distraction. Distraction is yeah. like the enemy of art. And it's that whole idea of like sometimes you do, but it, I get that guilt. I get that guilt of like, I'm just sitting here and I don't know what to do, where to go, what to do, how to get to where, you know, so I start to like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here. Yeah. I mean, I know th there's two things that for me, for me, I'm going to speak for myself. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's the need for that space of what I'm calling the bubble, which like you need to go there so that you can find the depths of who you are and bring it out. Like not let other people interfere because other people sometimes are the death of that. And then there's action. Like at some point, yeah, it really is about just action. It's not going to happen if you're just like, I wish, I hope, I wish, I hope. It's like, okay. I, exactly. But I think first with you, it has to be like, what do I really want? Yeah. Truly, deeply in the depths of my being and make it from a mature place of like before i used to be pressured to want this and be this and now what what the fuck do i really want i'm also having a major identity crisis in of like am i even like good at acting like that's stupid it, it, like, okay. i mean it's not it's not that it's stupid but like i know that you're good at acting but i i also know that you're in a like you are an actor and you are also an amazing better than you understand songwriter the way that that we're able to sit down and be like hey here's this story and then you write a freaking song is really a gift that's another thing of like i know i love music and I, that's something i always loved just as much as acting but i went into mo acting more and that's what i studied and la 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 because i was too chicken to audition for the music department of loyal <laughs> i think of all these things i'm like all these decisions i made you know what I mean? That's why, because you went the route of acting, is why you know story so well. It's why yeah. you can sit with me and like we're like, hey, this part in this in this play has to be this, and then you can write a song around that because of everything you've already done. You are who you are because of all the things that have led you to this particular place in this particular moment, and all those things are there. They've gone to nowhere except like you know they're inside you, and they're not going anywhere except forward meaning like inside the things that you continue to make i just know that i need i think everyone does but i need a family of artists that work together and make things 
Yes, but that's I can't what do we are. Myself. You already have that. And yeah, sometimes you have to come to the understanding that like, because part of this, and I was looking all over this, like how, what are things that you can do? One of them is just practice gratitude. Like look around you and be like, what do I actually have? Oh shit, I have half the shit that, I'm sorry that I'm cursing every other word here. Yeah, it's God. okay, it happens. But gratitude for, actually, I already have all these people. You know what I mean? No, I, I already have a family of artists that I work with and that you can find someone that is additive to that group right 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 but you have people that no, you I work know. with all the I time know. and super well i know and i thank so, god for that I, listen to me i am grateful and every day even though i'm so stressed and so lost right now in a way i still thank god for all my blessings i do i, I am grateful i'm grateful for the roof over my head and my loving supportive family and and my god-given talents because we all have them but it, you know you just it's it's like i am i am grateful I do think I need to journal more because that's something that it says like, like obviously everyone says that, right? Like journal, journal, write it down, write it down. And I haven't actually sat and just written in a long time. Well, I think you should do the thing. And then the other thing is, I mean, there's the um, gratitude and adjusting perception. And I think doing that helps you like, okay, hang on a second. Here's what I am. Here's what I have. This is not actually that bad. You know what I mean? Even though it feels, I'm not belittling the feeling because I mean, we can just rewind to a couple of episodes in my menopause one where, <laughs> I mean, I'm still having a bunch of stuff happen. But anyway, I speak from the midlife experience. Yes. But also because you're saying like, oh, midlife crisis, that's why you went like running. But honestly, that helped me that, that in the last year, you know, that was a the running, good yeah. thing for yeah, me. Yeah. No, I, I know, I just I know. exercise myself. is important. I yeah. gave myself too hard of a goal to like, you know what I mean? Like I did that yeah. to myself. No, but, I get that. But actually the reason I've also been so extra like down the past six months is because I haven't ha been able to do that. At least No, that. it's important. That one know, thing that I, I can control, right? Like, yeah. So just do something else like horses. I am, I am. Anyway, and I am running when I can. I, I think we have no answers. We're here no. in a space of transition right. and are happy to listen to any of your transitions if you want to share them with us. So Absolutely. we are super interested in this space and I think we should wrap up because we can keep talking about this middle line yeah. forever. I mean, yeah. that's this is the question, right? So from the middle, from the midlife from transition land experience, we say see you next time yeah. on Never the Empty Nest. Thanks for listening. With all of your success, she says all the great things I'll be here when it's time to see you again And if you fall, she says, if someone breaks your heart I'll mend your wounds in this nest of ours till you're ready to depart Never.